gone tripping. All right, here we are. Episode 11, the yeah. Gone Trippin' Podcast. Gone Trippin' Podcast. Here we go. Starting, yep. starting Episode, our week. Yeah, this is uh, the second double digit. Yeah. 11. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so. True, that is by definition. <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, we're excited uh, to keep going. Um, it seems like yeah. each episode just gets better and better. Yeah, we learn new things every time. Yeah, yeah. So and yeah. try different drinks. I'm loving the uh, drink of the day. I know. And soon so soon of, we're going to be like teenagers. I know, right? As far as episodes are concerned. I know, exactly. <laughs> right? So yeah. let's get started with the drink of the day. Here's what we got today. You do that really consistently. You say drink I, of the day. I'm pretty, like, I'm pretty yeah, good at it. I feel like you got it good. Yeah, I should be. We're gonna have to like record that <laughs> and just soundbite it. Drink of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Um, what's funny is nobody knew that because I'm so good at being consistent. Right. They won't you, know until you just said that we oh. it's not already pre-recorded. Oh. And put in each time. Well, or maybe <laughs> I'm saying that so that people think that it's not pre-recorded. R- right. Yeah. There we I'm go. I'm tricking them. There we go. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so today is birch beer, mm. and uh, birch beer is I'm, I'm finding it must be like a northeast beverage. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I don't think I've ever had birch beer. Yeah, and um, one of our friends said the same thing, and he's from Virginia as well. So just maybe not south, far enough south. I think I've seen it, but it's rare to see it uh, in Idaho. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like a root beer. Oh, and for those of you who don't know, it is not alcoholic. Yes, uh, it's like a exactly. Root beer. And this is a uh, nice little yeah. ching ching there. But this is Stewart's um, original yeah. Fountain Classics birch beer. And again, made with real cane sugar. Haven't had that in a while. Yeah. And but, a, a uh, bottle. I feel like that's been a little bit since the bottle. Oh, no. Yeah. We just had Hanks. Oh, this one's got a nice one, too. Nice little smoke coming off the bottle. Yeah, that uh, that twist off is pretty harsh on my hand there. I got it, though. Had to employ <sighs> the Gone Trippin' hoodie. I was going to say, next time, just give me a holler and I'll do it for you. Yeah, I'll just take <laughs> yours as soon as you open it. <laughs> oh, that is really good. Nice. Oh, I see what you were saying about the aftertaste. Yeah, that is good. It's uh, this is almost this almost tastes more like a root beer barrel than a root beer barrel. Yeah, it's, that's what I was gonna say. Like it's root very root beery. Yeah. So, mm. but it's from the birch tree. Mm. So yeah, that's. Uh, uh, I really like the good. look of birch trees. I know that's very like <laughs> off topic to what they taste like, but I think it's like a good aesthetic. Well, the one thing about this is, so last episode was the first time that I have not finished a drink. Oh yeah, the show and that was that Mountain Dew ice. I, I'm pretty sure I'll finish this. Yeah, so. you're already pretty close. <laughs> I'm moving down, moving down the line here. Um, I noticed uh, yesterday when I was doing up the video for Chris's video that mm-hmm. the Mountain Dew can is too green, so oh, yeah. it's a little bit... Same, same Yeah, it's a little yeah. disappeary. Nice. <laughs> a little <Nice>. invisible. <laughs> well, that's fun. No, well, today we got uh, the show. We have a guest coming on. Yeah. And uh, somebody I uh, crossed paths with in college. Um but uh, he is what I call the true definition of a weekend warrior. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, if you follow him on Instagram, uh, him and he, his wife and kids, they're always out doing something on the weekends. That's awesome. And most of the time it includes climbing. They're avid uh, rock climbers. Oh. And, um, you know, just over the years they've gotten their kids involved. And so uh, they start them at a young age. Uh, and that's good. Yeah. yeah so, uh, and we'll get him on here and he can explain, but I think he has like a three year old for a four year old and, and she's already doing a lot of her own stuff. Oh, he's going to climb us soon. Yeah. So <laughs> let's bring him on. Uh, Jack Cohen, he's an insurance and just adjuster by day and a weekend warrior by weekend. Yeah. <laughs> by, by weekend. Right. So you how go. are you doing, Jack? 
Doing great. Thanks for having me on, you guys. Awesome. Of course. Awesome. Thanks for so, coming. So I was talking about some of your Instagram uh, that you do with your family and, and all the different places you guys go to do things. But how old how old are your kids, if you don't mind telling us? And how, how do you get them involved in doing some of your guys' outdoor activities? Yeah, so my uh, youngest, his name is Elijah, and he is a year and a half. And then my oldest is my daughter, and her name is Maya, and she is four years old. And uh, the way we kind of got him into climbing, me and my wife, uh, my wife, I met her going to a yoga class, and I was the typical climber. So we oh, kind of yeah. tried to that increase we were just, the flexibility there. It, exactly. Yeah. So I just always joke around that we were just bound to uh, meet up. You can't meet two more granola people. Than a yoga <laughs> yoga instructor and a climber. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So That's awesome. we we met up and then um, I think uh, through our own passion of the outdoors and and getting out and trying to uh, keep our active lifestyle going, we just figured, hey, we want our kids to be involved in this fun outdoor activity, and uh, it's kind of morphed into just great fun times outside mainly watching the kids these days <laughs> awesome no it's well it's it's fun watching one thing you always tag with is rat power and goat power oh yeah so so I, i'm assuming that's with the chinese calendar you know that's funny that you bring that up everybody thinks it's the chinese calendar and uh it's just really creative nicknames that me and my wife we always called my daughter the rat. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And uh, I wish it had more significance than, uh, or like more correlation to the Chinese calendar, but we just figured, uh, you know, she's got these rat tactics. So we, uh, we just rat named her tactics. that. And I just always tagged her as rat power. And then my boy, he makes this no- noise when he was younger. He made a noise like a goat, like a, <laughs> like a little nah and so we always just called him a the goat so <laughs> that's awesome well, uh, that's where those two, two things came from in like sports or video games goat is greatest of all times so yeah, yeah there exactly. you go you're starting him off <laughs> starting him off at the top i like that. that that is funny so i'm not the first one to assume that it was chinese calendar you're not okay, you're not good i don't feel so bad then <laughs> <laughs> I, I i thought that was pretty impressive i mean that is that i know like the chinese calendar yeah I eat a lot although of is food man is goat <laughs> Is goat on the Chinese calendar? I have no clue, but okay. I just assumed. I didn't. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I just know there's a calendar with animals. Sure, sure. I mean, dragon it's is pretty on much there. in every uh, table place. Man, I know horse, go. dog. Yeah, I don't uh, think goat though. No, well, I don't think goat would have like the power to be in the Chinese calendar. But I don't. Whoa, know. goats have lots of power. <laughs> I'm saying. I'm I mean, just saying. I have two <laughs> pygmy goats, and those things they would they had ju- they had hops. Okay. Major power. See, there's but, already rabbit though. Uh, rabbit is in the. They jump better than a rabbit does. And really? Oh yeah. I agree. If, if it's not on the calendar, it should be because goats. Uh, I'd say they're pretty studly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Goat is the thirteenth <laughs> animal on the. the we Chinese we had calendar. pygmy goats. We had you know big horn goats uh, that would jump on our trampolines. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, but goats. I pay money to see that. Goats have power. <laughs> And, uh, I mean, there, there's even their eating habits are powerful. That's true. There, I was watching shark tank, uh, I guess it was probably last season or maybe it was a season before my wife was watching it and I was watching with her and a guy was doing, uh, he had a lawn mowing business, but it was with, with goats. <laughs> I love that. And so he was like, like, it was like Uber for lawn mowing. And so he would go and hook up 
goat farmers with people who wanted their lawn to be naturally mowed by right. goats. And so like the goat farmer, bring, bring, did you, have you seen this or heard about this? I haven't. No. Oh yeah. Well the guy got totally like ripped apart by the sharks Oh yeah. and just like, why would I deal with you when I can just deal with the farmer? <laughs> so, oh sure. Yeah. But uh, my problem would be like goats don't stop at the grass. So they would just be like eating flowers. No, Did he this, have a is, this is the thing. This is the thing about goats. Cause you think that, Goats will eat underwear and that kind of stuff. But right. when it comes to shrubbery, they actually don't eat the live stuff. It's, oh. And so um, our goats would get out all the time, and that's what you would think. But they would only eat the dead stuff and the weeds and the stuff you didn't want them to Like, they wouldn't eat the stuff you didn't want them to eat. Oh, wow. But uh, I need a goat. It was, yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was crazy. It was just it was amazing. But the thing that amazed me the most was, and this, you're talking about power, but they would shoot. My dad has... Uh, big old uh, rose bushes with the giant thorns mm. and they would just chew through those like oh sure geez. well i mean their tongues are sandpaper yeah it was, <laughs> it was amazing amazing just watch them just chomp down and like didn't even phase them so so you're saying that your son is goat like <laughs> you know and I, I think if we put a tin can out he might be able to gnaw through that thing <laughs> <laughs> there you go yeah, I think what it basically comes down to is you call this son weak, and we're saying he's not. No, so, no. So, yeah. Just I'm saying compared to a dragon. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> or rat, or rat a rabbit, or a rabbit. A rat is definitely in the, the No, Chinese. rabbit. Oh, yes, yes. Because you, you said rabbit's on the Chinese calendar. Yeah, yeah. But to me, it goes more powerful than a rabbit. I meant more like a, like political power, you know? Oh, okay. Like, rabbits have a better publicist than I mean, probably. goats do. I mean, the VW <laughs> rabbit was a pretty good car. So. Right, and there's like the Energizer Bunny. I mean, like mm. rabbits got like they got their place. Yeah. Whereas goats, goats are like the Taylor Swift song, right? Well, Taylor Swift <laughs> song. viral. Jack, you know what I'm talking about, or am I? <laughs> you about there's to embarrass a video, yourself? Like, yeah, there's a video like two years ago or so that when that came like went viral, and it was like a Taylor I Swift remember song, that one. and the goat would like yeah, and like come in and out of it. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, I do. I never that. got into it. Okay. I just remember it. I didn't remember that it was Taylor Swift. I remember the goat though. It goes to show you. It's always T Swift. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> no. I didn't realize we had a fan in no, studio I, here. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so all uh, you they, listeners, uh, no. make sure you hashtag uh, Ren. Uh, I like and her older. Your I like her older stuff. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and your favorite T Swift song. Yeah. So so Jack. So you met your wife. Uh, you got a couple of kids. And. When, I, when we were in college, uh, neither of us were married, um, but our our paths crossed. Our paths crossed. There we go. <laughs> yeah, right? you got to be careful. The yeah. mics are good. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> um, and and I one of the one of the times I remember is we were doing a thing for Relay for Life. Oh, sure. And uh, it was at this track, and we were just walking around the track like twenty four hours or whatever. Yeah. And. Uh, Jack was like the most prepared person there. He had the sleeping bag and they had this like outer shell for his sleeping bag. And, um, yeah, it, it was, it was, we talked about it and he's like, yeah, I, I try a bunch of different products and I can't remember at the time. And so I might be making this up, but did you not try out different products for different companies at that time? I did. Yeah. Okay. My, my friend and close associate, he, uh, uh wrote, a few articles so he would kick me out gear let me test it for him and uh, get my feedback and i'd provide it to him and and we would test gear together and, and write for he would write for rock and ice nice is that like a was it specific gear to a specific activity like rock climbing or was it just kind of general it was a specific gear to just to out 
you know, I should say outdoor industries. So it's mainly like uh, climbing uh, related, but a lot of times we'd get like sleeping bags, uh, oh, you know, nice. down parkas and other things like that, clothing to try on to see uh, what the uh, what we thought of it and test it out. That's awesome. But so yeah, that what was like cool so what was the favorite like your favorite thing that you did test out? Because I remember because that was the one I remember the outer shell that you were using on your sleeping bag that kept your sleeping bag from getting wet. You know when you're sleeping outside without a tent and stuff. Uh, yeah. What was your favorite gear that you did try out? So I'd say my favorite piece of gear uh, is probably actually what you're speaking about. So it was a Wild Things uh, baby sack. And just like you described, it's just a, pretty much a, a thin fabric Gore-Tex shell that uh, literally just goes on the outside of your uh, sleeping bag, similar to like if you were just to put a small shell on the outside of the sleeping bag, it weighed, I think, roughly about like eight to nine ounces. And it was perfect because it had a Dyneema sling that uh, if you were wearing a harness, you could you could either portal edge is what we call it in the climbing world. And what portal edging is, it's sleeping on the side of a, a vertical face. Yeah, I've seen that. Do you do that? Because that just scares the crud out of me. Yeah, so I was going to say, so it made it really neat for climbers because what the cool thing was is that the Dyneema sling went from the inside of the uh, uh, Gore-Tex shell to the outside, so you, while you were sleeping on the side of a cliff, you could still be clipped in. <laughs> that is crazy. So um, how often yeah. do you do that? How often do you, like, hang out on the side of a cliff yeah, sleeping overnight? sleeping. <laughs> I was going to say these days uh, with the kids, not so much, but anytime I have the opportunity to try to get up into the vertical uh, world as much as possible for me, and my buddies, um, I mean, if there's a free moment to do a bigger route, uh, we definitely try to take the opportunity. I'd say maybe once or twice a year these days. Okay. So going with that, like, so it's funny because when you're, single and there's nobody depending on you um you, <laughs> you do, can sleep on the side yeah, of a rock wall yeah well like you just do a lot of different stuff like sure. I, I i did a lot of different things but now it's like okay i want to do those things but also like there's people that depend on me as an insurance adjust adjuster oh, interesting right? tie-in so just curious like have you found that when you got into that career did you kind of change some of your habits because you... Yeah, it seems like an interesting career choice for an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. You know, if that's how you describe <laughs> yourself. Yeah, you know, the funny thing is, is that uh, I think there's nobody who ever says I want to be an insurance adjuster when they get older. <laughs> that's what I told my parents um, when I was five. Yeah, right. It was policeman, fireman, and yeah. then an insurance adjuster. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it came last on your list. At least you had your priorities straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm teasing. So obviously, you know, I I actually got my degree in an allied healthcare field and uh, had the opportunity to work at a great uh, research hospital when I first graduated, and they offered me a job, and uh, it was in an expensive part of Los Angeles. So uh, me and my wife looked at each other, and she was pregnant at the time, and I said, hey, you know, I need to make some money, and I was really contemplating at, at that point seriously either becoming a full-time outdoor guide uh, for, you know, either rafting, skiing, and climbing and kind of mixing it between those three and, uh, and or just picking the standard, you know, nine-to-five layer is what I would, I would deem it to be. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we That's chose good. the conventional path, and, uh, you know, I'm really grateful. It's worked out great for us, not knocking anybody else's walk, but uh, – you know, I chose, I looked at another industry and I thought, hey, what's stable? And I knew insurance was never going to disappear. So I said, you know, hey, I, I can get outside. And the fun thing about it is I do property claims. So I'm able to 
get up on roofs and I'm able to stay physical all throughout the day. Um, and it's not just sitting in an office plugging away um, because that would have driven, drove me crazy. So I'm out every day. So when you get out, out losses. So. so when you get out on roofs, do you yeah. get the conventional ladder or do you just show off your climbing skills? Yeah. Do you, have you <laughs> ever slept the on the side of a house? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, if my employers let me, uh, you know, I would be a little bit more unconventional, but we have to go through ladder training mm. once a year. So I have to, you know, sure. three points of contact. Dang that OSHA. And I wear, <laughs> yeah, exactly, special <laughs> shoes and make sure everything's on the up and up. Nice. I was, I was dying. Last night I saw this uh, series of pictures from the original Willy Wonka. And oh, it was yeah. like all the kids getting stuck in different spots of the factory. And it was like, come and see, and you'll be in a world of OSHA, uh, what do they call it? OSHA violations. Yeah, yeah. Right? OSHA violations. Um, it makes sense, though, that you have to go through ladder training as an insurance adjuster. I'm sure it helps your company's insurance. Yeah. Well, I remember when I started working for UPS uh, right after high school. For a I didn't bit. know you worked for UPS. I, yeah, I got around. But uh, but like it was funny because you literally had to watch eight videos on how to lift properly, <laughs> and, and and they weren't like ten minute videos. It was like right. this one's two hours, this one's one hour, this one's four hours. Sure, and the person and, like filming it like just got out of film school, oh, so they're it, doing yeah, it like way over the I mean, top. This was two thousand one, uh, and they they were definitely shot in the eighties. Like, yeah, telling me that lifting practices haven't improved <laughs> so. my, my favorite is the uh, have you ever watched like cpr instruction videos they're all from the like the 80s and the things that people are doing before they have their like su- supposed yeah. like collapse is so funny well, looking cha- back now it, it changes like every year still like it's like oh CPR, right like, yeah they change you're it. supposed to you're supposed yeah. to like, plug the nose and blow into the mouth and then you're not supposed to you're just supposed to do compression yeah no compressions like yeah it's always changing so yeah, it's, I, I always wonder. <laughs> actually, so uh, now that we're speaking to an insurance adjuster, yeah. <laughs> um, d- do do those kind of like changes in how people? You I thought you were bring up. I thought you were bring up termites. Oh <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I've been dealing with termites at my house. Yeah, <laughs> you'll never get rid of them. So I'll let you know that much. Yeah, yeah. that's. I found that out. I'm 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 waiting for the swarmers to stop. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to me cut you. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, so uh, d- changes to like CPR and stuff. Does that like do, do you guys like try to like I guess account for changes in how people are going to like you know potentially hurt themselves when or hurt others when trying to like save a life or something like that? What kind of insurance does that fall under? I don't even know. Yeah, so I actually deal with property claims, so it mainly deals with uh, you know homes uh, in, in uh, permanent or. Uh, modular structures so uh we're you know our underwriters it's just like any industry there's so many parts to it i mean sure it's a great industry but i was gonna say uh yeah pretty much we're just looking at uh, the policy writing it so that uh you know we can stay profitable but as well as make sure that we can provide as much coverage to uh, the people we're we're, uh, servicing so it's, it's actually pretty nice most of the time i'm able to say yes and there are those few times where i do have to say no unfortunately but most of the time i'm saying yeah Nice. Nice. Yeah, I guess everybody yeah. always thinks of like uh insurance adjusters or uh they're kinda like the, the big bad wolf. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so I'm sure you got it. I mean, I'm sure it's great whenever you get to not be that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, it actually makes me feel more like a human because uh, sometimes saying no is not the funnest thing, but uh right. you know, there's high confrontation and it gets a little stressful at times, but uh I don't know what job doesn't, so <laughs> Right, so uh, and then the the weekend hits. When when does the weekend start for 
Jack Cohen, does it start 5 p.m. on Friday or is it a Saturday morning? <laughs> you know, I the funny thing is my wife being a yoga instructor, she teaches at a rock climbing gym here in Southern California. Oh, that's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, so I was going to say I train. Lately I've been training uh, five days a week because uh, we've got some big trips coming up um, in the summertime for some weekend activities. We're climbing Mount Whitney, um, doing Temple Crags, and uh, also doing the Grand Teton, a uh, different route that I've done in the past this year. So I think the weekend is pretty much an everyday thought, more, more so uh, before work. I get up, do some fitness, and then when the weekend actually hits, I'd say it's usually about, you know, 4.30 on Friday. I try to unplug, and, and we either hop in the car, load up, and go out to Joshua Tree, up to Big Bear, up to the mountains, and usually go out from there. But, yeah. I, wow. I really hope your anthem, like as soon as you, uh, get, you know, get in your car to drive off is, uh, everybody's <laughs> working for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we turn that up and we crank it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> seems like for Jack here, it's a, the philosophy is different. It like the weekend is every day. Yeah. Right. The weekend is any day outside of work. <laughs> well, he's working. He's planning for it. So right. Right. That's awesome. Four thirty, plug That's it awesome. get out of here. So, I, I don't yeah. think about the weekend until it's here. You know, and yeah. then I'm like scrambling to try to get plans together or figure out what I'm going to do. That's, that's how my wife is. I'm always like, so what are we doing this weekend? She goes, it's Thursday. I'm like, yeah, so what are we doing this weekend? Yeah, right. It's going to start tomorrow, I think. Yeah. I haven't checked but, the calendar. Yeah, I was, was going to say, I, I, uh, we've come to realize that we have a lot of ambitious goals. My wife, uh, you know, has been at women's climbing festivals and we try to support each other. And uh, so really, you know, the whole planning aspect of it, if we don't have it on the calendar, we don't achieve it. So we said with kids, we're just going to put stuff on the calendar and make sure we achieve it and not, you know, try to get shy away from it just because we have kids. So we've tried to make that a priority. Yeah. I, I always struggle with the dis like having discipline for relax relaxation time. It always seems really counterintuitive to me, but it's like really necessary, especially as you get older, but like, and, you know, you get more responsibilities like two kids. Yeah. Uh, I imagine. <laughs> um, but yeah, having like that kind of like, no, I need to plan for this. I need to prepare for this time that I'm going to relax. I right. always have a hard time doing that to myself. Yeah. Well, I, you have the, my, my dad, he, he's kind of a workaholic. Oh yeah. Um, his work ethics really admirable. Mm. Um, but like the one thing that it was always, it's always funny for me to, to, cause we argue about it all the time. Like dad, it's okay to sit down and watch a football game. Like it's okay oh, right, to right. go out and do something. And he's like, Oh no, 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 I can't. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get the guard going. I gotta, you know, different things like that. Mm. And so I think that's, but like kind of going back to what you were saying, uh, talking about, I'm curious what advice you'd have for people who, cause I think that, you know, one of the things we're trying to promote is travel yep. for family. Um, you know, get your kids out to do stuff. Uh, so what do you, what would you give to people is to get that mentality? Because a lot of times it's, oh, I got married and now there's no time mm -hmm. to go out and camp, even right. like something as simple as camping, let alone, you know, rock climbing like you do. Yeah. Uh, what, what are some things you could share with people that uh, would help them to change that mentality and make it a priority? Yeah, I'd say the thing that re-energizes us the most is actually if we sit down uh, throughout the weekend or, you know, for, for us, it, it, uh, it kind of works that if we get out and about, we're, we feel really re-energized. So we've kind of 
saw that our personalities really are geared towards getting out, traveling, seeing new places. We love kind of the exploration um, of, of new areas. So I think one way we've kind of incorporated it, we're, we're definitely getting to the point where we have Saturday soccer games and oh, other yeah. activities that, you know, you know, bide for your time, especially as you get older. But, uh, you know, we try to, my daughter's games luckily are early on a Saturday. We hop in the car and head out from there a lot of times. And uh, we try to just make it fun for everybody. I think for us, I think the thing that draws us outside is it's really re- rejuvenating to us. Um, and we've just learned how to play outside and uh, kind of get a lot of therapeutic benefit from just even sitting in the car, me and my wife talking to each other for maybe an hour or two out to our next adventure. So I was going to say the only bit of advice I'd say is pick things you like to do um, and incorporate it and, and make the time in between. You know, I live in Southern California. Uh, wherever you are, you know, we live in a big metro. Sometimes there's traffic. Making that time even fun, talking with the kids, playing games in the cars, not always going to go good, but, you know, you get to know your wife or your spouse better. You know, it's, it's I would, I would say as long as you make it fun, you'll probably end up in a, in a situation where you'll get drawn back out to doing it over and over and over again, and it becomes addictive. Maybe those weekend trips mm. maybe push you into a different career path or something you discover about yourself, I guess. Yeah, well, and, and you brought up soccer. I coach. Uh, I'm coaching soccer. <laughs> and Brad, yeah, semi-professionally. Most, yeah, no. <laughs> Five- to eight-year-olds, <laughs> they are far from even – any part professional hey careful but, some of them listen to the show and that's okay they i mean my daughter's excellent but oh, right yeah i have but, heard uh, that i have heard yeah, she's, she's quite the goals she yeah goal she getter. is yeah she is quite the goal scorer and i uh, just had one last on wednesday but oh, congratulations uh, yeah Dale. tomorrow's the last game but like you said uh i think most of them they're early games um unless you're doing you know the hardcore soccer where you're traveling soccer teams and you're playing all day right but uh but yeah they're early games so it's they start at 9:30 they're done by 10:30 um and i think what like scares a lot of people is when they think they have to travel they have to go you know 6 8 hours away <laughs> um you're in a metro area how long i mean do you drive do you have to drive 6 to 8 hours away to go do something or no we go ahead yeah, I was going to say, we, we, we typically try to make it so that uh, we don't burn our kids out. We try to make it, you know, probably under a two-hour trip every time. Uh, but then we have places nearby, like you say, that we like to go out to that are less than about, you know, half an hour away. And, and uh, we try to make those priorities so we don't have my littlest just sitting in his car seat <laughs> <laughs> getting right. mad at us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. I guess yeah. at a certain point, it's like diminishing returns. Like, yeah. okay, well, yeah. we want to get out more, so we're going to put them in the car for four hours. And it's like, well, <laughs> that's <laughs> unless yeah, that's you're actually, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I liked what you said, though, about um, like really trying to make, make sure that you're having fun when you're doing it. I think that's like something that I've struggled with and that other people struggle with is that first time you finally get the courage to go out and you don't have fun. And then you think, oh, well. I should never do this ever again. And it's like, well, I don't know, maybe better planning next time. You know, maybe if I had done this activity instead of this activity, I would have more fun. And so I think like kind of going back up to the bat, uh, you know, going back up to the, the plate, uh, 
it's uh it's it's difficult for people especially people like me but i think it's important sorry i didn't mean to ruin your thought there by turning my phone no i know you sit there watching me i know i was like because whenever you have your phone i'm always worried that you're gonna like (laughs) smash it in your hands somehow just because i took the case off yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) you you broke our cooler by like barely touching it some people like to call me lenny oh uh, from mice and men so that's why you guys don't have pets. Yeah, that's why my wife's like, let's get some rabbits. I'm like, no. <laughs> right. Bad experience. But uh, yeah, so. No. Do, you, uh, do you guys have any pets, Jack? Sorry, say it one more time. Do you have any pets? We don't, uh, just because uh, when we head out, we like to go. We might get a dog down the road, but at this point, no pet. Right, yeah, and that's what, that's what my next question is. Like, I have pets, and that sometimes makes it difficult to get out like eventually you just start getting all these things in your life that yeah. can't live without you yeah <laughs> but of course i'm speaking to two guys with kids so right yeah right <laughs> no you get to sure. kind of bring them along sometimes yeah no well and there it's funny because like in my instance uh you know my wife is not the outdoors type she i mean that's Go shopping? Yes. She'll go, you know, do 40,000 right. steps walking around shopping in New York City. Yep. <laughs> but then it's like, hey, let's hike to this lake. And it's like, ah, do we have to? Can I wear my sandals? Can uh, I wear my sandals? <laughs> oh, she's, gonna, yeah, I know. she's, she's going gonna, to murder I, you one yes, of these days. I know, right? So, um, <laughs> she does not trust like me, I, get, I get home and, and she's got a new list of things. Like, I can't believe right. you said this. And, and she has true. you recorded, which yes, is way she has worse. recorded, right? So, yeah. <laughs> But uh, but but the kids, it's like they're just chomping at the bit. Can we go camping? Can we go camping? Oh, that's uh, awesome! Oh yeah, and and they love it. And uh, you know, I, I I don't know if you knew this, Jack, but uh, so uh, I I got married last spring, and uh, my wife brought three kids to the marriage, and it was funny because um, we would take them camping leading up to that and after, and it was kind of funny because they're. Uh, we got two daughters that are age seven and five, and then uh, a son that's uh, just turned four. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because you have you been to Shoshone Falls in Twin Falls, Idaho? I have. Okay, yeah. So I took them out there, and uh, one Sunday afternoon, and when it was uh, higher flow, and there's little trails that you can hike around and stuff. And so they're like, "Oh, it was so fun exploring." And they're wearing sandals, and <laughs> all of a sudden they decided to go on this one trail that went through these trees, and they stepped in mud. Oh! And oh my goodness, <laughs> they they were just bawling, and Cause, yeah, because mom doesn't let them get dirty. And so, <laughs> but that's all changed now, and uh, yeah, yeah. So, but it's it's one of those things where um, just just getting back into that school of you know, a little dirt don't hurt. That's what we grew up saying. Um, and, and That's way cool. Yeah, giving these kids, like giving all kids, giving your kids the opportunity to get outside. Uh, at the very least, I mean, you hear everything going on, uh, volcanoes, different things. We might be without the necessities of life yeah. in this day to where uh, camping 24-7. I mean, right. our favorite show that yeah. just got canceled. Yeah, uh, that it did. ticks me off. But 
last man on earth. <laughs> I mean, that could be us one day. Come on, and Netflix, so, pick yeah. it up, please. <laughs> Seriously. Come on, Netflix. Go Netflix. Uh, <laughs> or Hulu. I don't yeah, care. Hulu. Somebody pick it up. Somebody Amazon pick it up. Prime. Yeah, uh, anybody. Uh, Jeff Bezos isn't too far away from us. Come on. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know if you've seen that show or not, but it's the end of the world, and there's a few survivors left from this disease, and they're like five, six years out now, and like everything is kind of... Yeah. They have like issues because like gas goes bad yeah. and like stuff like that. Yeah, stuff the, I didn't even think about. The, the fact of the matter is, there's there's a good chance that sometime in your life you may not be able to just pick up a phone and order a pizza. So yeah. you know, getting yeah. your kids used to like and and just not in that even in life like when I go outdoors and I do stuff and maybe I just don't do it right. So you can tell me if I'm that's just what it is. Yeah, uh, Jack, but. It seems like anytime you do plan a trip, nothing goes according to plan. I mean, it's like, it's <laughs> no, always true. Yeah. Like 80% actually of what you plan actually happens. And then there's that 20% like wrench, you know, flat tires, different things like that. Sure. And, you know, kids have a hard time dealing with that. Yeah. Dealing with it, adversity if, if like that. Yeah. If they're not exposed to it. Mm-hmm. And that's where, um, um, you know, something doesn't go right at school. I think camping and, and doing these activities that are away from the house um, give them the opportunity to experience that. Like, right. oh, well, you know, it started I, to rain. I think it's really important for parents to kind of remember that is yeah. that, like to keep their cool during these situations because like the whole point is to put, you oh. know, put your, your life a little bit in stress yeah. to to be able to go back and enjoy it a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> well, and those are the things you remember Absolutely. too. <laughs> I was going to say, and just to add to that, I, uh, I got my degree in uh, recreation therapy and we had the opportunity to read the book in college, uh, last child in the woods. And it pretty much just describes, uh, how we're psychologically, uh, the benefits of nature and just getting out and traveling and seeing things and connecting and just being human. We've kind of just become a nature deficient, uh, society and how disorders are coming about by that. Of course, if you adhere to some of the philosophies in the book, um, it was just an interesting read to me. Again, you know, I don't hear, adhere to everything, but simply kids learn so many skills just by being outside. Like you say, even just sitting there doing nothing, um, it can be beneficial because, you know, in life, uh, you know, you can't always be engaged with something. I know in the 21st century, it's easy to do. We're, we're multitaskers yeah. and, and, you know, we're, we're always engaged. We're watching a TV show. We have our phone on and everything else. And we're, but we forget that, you know, that might not be the best thing for our mental health and, it's, it's fun when you get kids outside and, you know, you just have honest, heartfelt conversations. You feel uh, the relief psychologically when you get back home. You may not feel it in the moment. Like you say, everything goes wrong on our trips too. Trust me. Instagram okay, doesn't good. do it justice. Right. <laughs> right. right. You only gram the great moments. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. We have the breakdowns, the crying and everything else. But the, the fun part to it all is the growth that comes from that and uh, mm-hmm. the leadership skills from kids. Even we, we try to let our kids, you know, we're not – uh, completely this way, but we try to let them go off on their own and into the wild, you know, in a safe in situation. You might have so to move out to Utah of, soon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was going to say, cause uh, we feel like, you know, they learn leadership skills. They learn how to use their body and how to interact with the natural world around them. And my daughter, I mean, she just walks around barefoot half the time. I'm sitting there thinking you should probably put shoes on, but you know, she's out there running around probably like our, our first parents did, whatever, whatever it may be. So it's kind of fun to just see them connect and have so much fun outside. But most of the time it's a lot of crying and tears. I'll admit. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, yeah. I I mean, we're so like, we're like house cats now, like yeah. in our modern age, you know? And so 
it, and I can imagine taking uh, a cat and throwing it outside real quick. There'd be similar crying. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's it's funny because it's it, you know everybody everybody always says about you know the next generation. It's like oh, well, when I was a kid, we would do this. You know, right? I know. Uh, I was just listening to Joe Rogan be like, oh well, you know, when I was a kid, we'd have to go find a payphone. It was like, yeah. yeah, but the generation before that didn't have that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah. of course you're complaining about it. Well, and, and it's funny because like uh, you, you know. We were really nice weather, uh, and of course, ninety degrees. And I'm like, "Hey, let's uh, let's get some water going because the kids all they love water." And so, before we just kind of ran around the sprinkler, and it was kind of fun. But like, "Hey, let's get all your friends over, and we'll get a slip and slide, and we'll go out and do it." Mm-hmm. And so we had all friends coming over, and like right when the ki- they showed up, this is just like last weekend. Uh, all of a sudden, there's these thunderstorms. Oh come yeah, through. there was, and uh, those kind of came out of nowhere too. Yeah, and and so we're you know we got all hooked up and everything, and uh, I don't have the best water pressure in the world, so it's it's getting filled up, and and before you just pulled it in and it squirted onto the thing, now like it fills with water, so that you have like a little pool at the end and all this stuff. Sure. And uh, oh man, like I, I checked the weather report and saw okay, lightning. It's supposed to, like we're on the edge of the storm, so we're not supposed to get a whole lot, and so. I'm getting this all set up and you know, one of the moms like, we, that's it. It's, I just saw lightning. He's like, yeah, but like it counted to 20 before you heard any thunder. So it's like <laughs> way far away. Right. And we're not going to have any kids going in like, and, you know, if there's, we'll, we'll be safe about it. There's no kids right. doing it right now. And you just um, got to stand out in the yard with yeah, like a golf club. Exactly. Like I'll make sure you're here. the one. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> but they were like trying to call it. I'm like, listen, I'm not calling it. And so, and the kids really wanted to do it. And I just hate, I hate leaving the kids, you know, like, oh, we're going to do this and then not do it. Right. And they wanted to do it. It was still warm. It's still like 80 something degrees. Sure. And raining. Was, yeah. But, uh, and it turned into a huge, you know, there's like 12 kids and, uh, I started it out and, and so everybody's like, ran, ran. And, <laughs> and then it was, it was 30 minutes of okay next person up you know mckay mckay and like <laughs> and until they actually went and did it and i mean you had three-year-olds that were they would run and then as soon as they got to the the end they'd they'd stop and then they'd and, drop oh, and like, then drop, drop right yeah and they might it, go right. like, like six inches <laughs> and like woo, and they thought it was the coolest thing ever that's rad but like those are the things that those kids like my, my kids like, that was the greatest that was so fun those are the things they're gonna remember because everything went wrong right but we figured out how to make it work and do it and enjoy it. And, and, uh, you know, the Absolutely. bombs finally came around, but I, it's, it's one of those things you have to be careful of. And that's why I, I made the joke about, you know, you don't have to go to Utah because of the law they just passed for free range parenting, but, uh, free range parenting oh, yeah. sounds like y- you have to keep them like in a, like it's, it seems like, like cage free. Yeah. Like that's the way it sounds. Well, almost. yeah. yeah like, yes. <laughs> now, now like you can do, you can let your kids go out yeah. in the backyard and play. Right. And, you know, and so it's one of those things that, uh, uh, it's getting harder and harder to do that kind of stuff. And so, uh, we just have to be careful that, uh, sure. I mean, um, it comes from a good place cause it yeah. comes from a place of like, you know, not wanting kids to like be outside, you know, for, 12 hours not being able to go home and 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 not getting food or something like yeah. that but of course any anything that you know, the the road to hell is paved with good intentions anything that's oh, like yeah done with that will obviously have its like negative side effects where it's a totally normal situation well, kids just playing outside and the cops come well and, and and you'll you'll the thing is when you become a parent right jack uh it's it's all of a sudden it's like 
well, all those times I'm like, I'm not going to coddle my kids. You start coddling them. Like, and it's <laughs> like, oh, oh, yeah. I don't want anything to happen. It's you know true. what I mean? And so, <laughs> you know, That's like all these funny. things start rushing in. You know, my wife's pregnant right now, yeah. so we're going to have a baby here soon. And I'm just sitting there kind of like, okay, I didn't care about this. Now I do. Right. Um, I didn't used to lock my doors, but now I do. Right. So, Absolutely. Um, sure. Absolutely. Just doing things like that. And so, um, but you, you can overkill and you have to be very mindful mm. of, you know, okay, it's okay for the kids to get dirty. That's what laundry is for. Like, sure. You yeah. know what I mean, well, they've um, even, go ahead. They've, they, I was gonna say they've even started to, I've seen some city planning that they've found out that by making uh playground safer, they've actually done a disservice because kids don't know boundaries as well. And so they're actually re-engineering at least some of these bigger metros, they're saying, you know, hey, these, some of these toys that we thought were dangerous were actually a good learning skill, not to get people hurt, but to allow them to know, hey, this is appropriate boundary. You know, if you jump off, you don't just land on a, everything in life is just a foam mat. Like if you fail, oh, you yeah, know, sure. there's some pain to it. So I know that they're starting to re-socially engineer some of that stuff back in because they're finding out it's kind of more detrimental if kids don't learn that early on sure. and they just realize that there's no consequences right. right i think i think you learn physics the fastest when there's dire physical consequences <laughs> oh yeah well like there's the uh oh, yeah. the uh i can't i can't remember what you call it but it's the, th- the miracle round type thing on the oh the spinning thing yeah, yeah. That, well that thing's super dangerous no but that thing's because that was one of the funnest things growing up <laughs> sure and guess what you can find them in small town america yeah and it's awesome you can also and, find uh videos yeah. of kids taking dirt bikes up to them and putting the wheel on <laughs> it and revving the and <laughs> so the, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah exactly so that's why i think like it well the safety of those things is really dependent on the cleverness of the kids around it <laughs> well it's not, that's what he's that's the point though is you you it's kind of like you know most kids you like don't touch the don't touch the toaster it's hot well guess what they still touch it and then it's hot, like oh it's hot so yeah they, from now on they've learned something they've sure. kind of taken that away by making all these soft no clothes. absolutely so like yeah. you know we, we i'm were, saying that thing is still dangerous <laughs> no that's right it's not though because the it, i mean it's dangerous yeah of course it's dangerous and that's where the boundaries come in. Sure. Is because the kids are on it for the first time. They're like, this is so cool. Spin me, spin me, spin me. And I told them, I was like, guys, you need to sit down and make sure you sit down to do it. So we're spinning them. And I see you have to sit down the whole time. And so spinning them. And, you know, the oldest is like, well, I can stand up because she thinks she's like, you know, the strongest girl in the world. Yeah. And she stands up and immediately <laughs> and face plants. Yeah. And, you know, a little bit of bloody lip and, uh, and, you know, I, I stop it and sure. she's crying and I'm like, did you see how that, where I told you what was going to happen? <laughs> and, and guess what? They've played on it like five more times. Cause on the way out here, we every sure, small time sure. stopped. There was one I'm like, and they still want to play with it, but they learned those boundaries. <laughs> right. And, and, um, it's one of those things where. Uh, there's so much shows they watch right now. They're like, oh, yeah, I can get in a car wreck and nothing's going to happen to me. Well, that's not how it works. It's <laughs> <laughs> not how life works. So. Sure. Um, I mean, but, uh, but I, I think it, uh, it's worth noting that you were there for that, their first interaction with that thing. Oh, yeah. You know, which yeah. I don't think is always the case. Uh, yeah. I, not, Unfortunately. I, nowadays, I think nowadays are because you can't just drop your kid off the park anymore in most places. So. Well, I think because of, you know, early day concussions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> concussions that's yeah a whole other that topic. doesn't go into the scrapbook you know my first concussion <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a whole other topic <laughs> yeah no well that's awesome um th- yeah like I, I i i that's awesome that you brought that up because i did not realize that's something i was doing but it's yeah. definitely something that 
Um, it's definitely worth thinking about. You take away stuff that kids can't learn from, and now they do kind of feel like. Right. Like one of the things we deal with the kids right now is, you know, one person gets invited to a birthday party uh, with, you know, their seven-year-old friends, and the five- and four-year-old are like, well, I want to go. It's like, why? It's, you weren't invited. <laughs> and they have a, it's the hardest thing for them to learn. Right, of and course. there's a lot of crying and a lot of tears. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, well, and, I mean, and we'll have the other parents like, they can come. I'm like, we're like, no, no, they need to learn. Right. Like, just because somebody else got something doesn't mean they automatically get it. Well, so when you're a kid, especially like everywhere you go, everybody's really excited to see you. Yes. So it's really hard to like learn that new lesson of like, okay. oh, I'm, I can't go everywhere. You know, yeah, I'm not exactly. the center of attention everywhere I go. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and the, and the five, it's right around five that it's, it's everything is like, you know, Hey, can I, yeah. Like, uh, I, Hey, um, we're going to go get something to eat because we have a soccer practice. So let's get going. And then we'll go get something to eat after soccer practice. And the five year old's like, well, I want to go get something to eat. And I'm like, no, you're eating dinner right now. <laughs> like, right. But I want to do this. And you're like, no, no, it's just cause you want to do something. doesn't mean that it like, it yeah, makes sense. that's but, a, that's a hard lesson. And yeah. And, but it's a lot of people are like, okay, we'll all just go to pizza hut. And it's, I feel like it's a lesson. A lot of adults still haven't learned. No, I, well, I know for a fact. You're correct, right? So I mean, just look in the mirror. <laughs> oh, Hey, wow. <laughs> you hear this Jack? <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm it's just my joking. coworker. I'm oh, that's just kidding. It's my co-host. I know right? <laughs> he's coming at me. <laughs> but yeah, no. Well, awesome. <laughs> well, I, I, I was gonna say, um, it's been good talking, and uh, yeah, I think it, we've got a, got a lot of good knowledge. Um, one of the things that I, I, Jack, go ahead and shout out your Instagram if you want followers, because um, I think people, okay. I think people looking and seeing what you're doing, it, it's kind of inspiring. And for us, it is for me. Absolutely, and my me too. Um, I show pictures to my wife all the time. Oh, look what they're doing! It's crazy. I know. I need to get out. <laughs> yeah, and so appreciate that, you guys. Yeah, so I think uh, other people can follow and kind of see what you're doing, and and um, yeah. you know, and feel possible. free to feel free to plug anything else you got going on. Yeah. No, I was gonna say I'll just give a shout out for my Instagram. It's gonna be Jack. Alan, A-L-A-N, Cohen, C-O-H-E-N. Feel free to look me up, and uh, we just try to keep it fun and family-friendly and uh, and uh, and have a good time out there. Got nothing else going on, so just on to the next adventure after this. If you, nice. if I you're, like that attitude. If, you're, say, if you're a rock climber and you want to find new places to climb that you may not have gone, yeah. just follow his Instagram. They're yeah. always at a different location. Yeah, hit me up. Like, yeah, so yeah, that's awesome. For sure. And we'll have all of that information on gontrippinpodcast.com for you. Yeah. Um, and that will that will be up right when this episode is up. Exactly. I appreciate you coming on, Jack. And uh, yeah. yeah, we'll, we'll be back in a few. Get some news up in here. Contrippin' my wagoneer and I Contrippin' reading the roadside That was a fun interview we had with Jack Cohen. Jack is a really cool guy. Yeah, no, he he is the epitome of, you know, gone trippin'. Yeah, um, and yeah he really embodies it. Yeah, and uh, like you said, it's a mindset for them. Uh, it really, yeah, that's... And I was, th- I was thinking about that uh, after we had talked to him, and it was like, it really is a mindset in in that like 
when I go home for the weekend, I'm thinking about all the chores I want to get done. I'm thinking oh, yeah. about like all the little things I want to do, but I'm also thinking about like, oh, I want to check out this movie. I want to do this and that. And he's thinking about, oh, I want to go see this place. I'm yeah. going to do this thing. I want to experience this new thing. And it's, well, it's and something that I'm, I'm trying to, and I think that's like where a lot of people are Yeah. as far as like you know, how they consider themselves travelers is that they're all like trying to work towards that mentality. So yeah. I'm really envious of it. Well, and as a single person, it's easy because it's just you. And so you're like, I mean, that's, that's probably the biggest struggle for me is I always like, okay, what am I going to do this weekend? And so I talked to like some other single friends like, Hey, we're going to do this weekend. And then we go and we plan something and that'd be, that start on Monday. And so, um, my wife and I, we, we sit there and like, okay, so we're going to do this week. <laughs> we got, the, the kids we're worrying about making you know, right. soccer that just finished up. We got, um, the last day, uh, last week of school this week, uh, Oof. this coming week. And so, Fun. so yeah, so there's these different things that, uh, kind of get in the way. And like, even like hmm. he's saying like, yeah, soccer started for their oldest. And then he's like, but we just, okay. Soccer nine. It's over by 10. And we're on the road by, you know, we eat lunch and go on the road and yeah. drive an hour, hour and a half and, and we're it's, doing something. It's trying to like stretch this like ever closing window. Exactly. You know? <laughs> and I think having that mindset is what makes it happen is yeah. I think it's hard and you can see it. And so it's just going, okay, you know what? Um, I'm going to make this a priority because there's always going to be other things in the way. Um, and uh, it works for him. And, and I think that uh, it would benefit a lot of other people uh, to do the same thing. Um, right. to make that mindset just start little and you right. know um you know what on a saturday once a month we're gonna go and chase a waterfall or we're gonna go um and do a short hike or we're gonna go and um visit a, a downtown historic downtown that's yeah. you know 40 minutes away and go you know look at the shops i mean her daughter seven-year-old daughter uh we're driving through town and, um, it's, you know, we're a town of 10,000 people. It's got a smaller downtown, but has all these little shops. And she's like, we haven't walked by to see all these different shops. I was like, we haven't, and we've been all, you know, been here for eight months, mm. but that's something she wants to do. And it's right. something that's simple. Yeah. You don't have to drive far to do that. No. And I think that it's just, everything gets really lost in that. It, yeah. I mean, it, everything kind of boils down to like calendar boxes, you know, and it's, it's really yeah. hard to remember to like fill a Saturday with. I, with new experiences, things you're going to remember because yeah. I, I've definitely done, you know, a year and then like looked back and been like, man, I'm not very going to remember this year yeah, of my life. I, exactly. I didn't do, I didn't yeah, do it was all like housekeeping. Yeah. <laughs> well, and what's funny is, you know, speaking of being, you know, part of the problem being, you have all these different things you have to worry about. Mm, absolutely. Um, that it comes last on your list. Uh, solicity. Solicity is there to yeah. make sure you don't have to worry about things like that. Exactly. So you're worrying about what running your website, um, making sure that it's because we all have working. them. We all yeah. have websites. Yeah, exactly. Your small business. It's 2018, baby. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, is you know, you're a dentist, for instance. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got to make sure that your business is running and that people have access to you. Um, I don't know if you can be a dentist anymore without having a website. Right, right. Or so, even if you just, you know, you have family, you have a little website set up for family photos to yeah. share among your family. You want to make sure that thing is secure. Yeah. You don't want somebody to be able to get in there without the password or something like that and get your pictures. Who knows what they're going to do with it? Exactly. And, and you know, maybe maybe you're a small-time uh, restaurant. You want to make sure that you are at the top of Google whenever they search your name. Yeah. 
I mean, we we had a, a weird situation here when you would search Ray's Tavern. Uh, <laughs> Google would try to give you local areas, and it was like a stadium. It was yeah. like Stadium Tavern or something it, it, like that. Yeah, it's so it strange. Wasn't Ray's at all, right? Yeah. You you want to make sure you want to know. <laughs> At the very least, you want to know when you're dropping. Exactly. Because you can definitely lose customers that way. Exactly. And and whether you're dropping in the ranks, whether you're, I mean, your website goes down for 10 minutes. Yeah. You're losing the opportunity yeah. for customers to find you, which turns into losing business. Right. I don't think I ever go back to a website uh, yeah, I, if it's the broken, first it's time. Like, yeah. I mean, it's unless you're paying a bill. Right. You know, like, yeah. Unless like, I have to well, go back. Well, then, yeah. <laughs> so that by the time you're calling, but you know, you're, you're searching stuff and, and, uh, the website's down. You're not calling that business. Like, no. hey, your website's down. Yeah. Exactly. And, right. I don't yeah, think I've ever heard of anybody and, doing that. <laughs> exactly. So with Solicity, you can go and say, you know what? I'm taking my family this weekend, do something fun mm-hmm. with the peace of mind, knowing that you're being monitored, your website's being monitored, right? You're going to know immediately if something's going wrong. Yeah, exactly. And know what's going wrong and this is how you fix it. And, and those are things that are really important. And you'll know your website is fast enough too. That's exactly. a big one. Yeah. And it's it works on mobile. Man, they got so many services. It, yes. Like we literally could spend well, a whole 12, episode. There's twelve points of interest. Yeah, and um, that really makes the optimization of your website sure. work. Solicity dot com. Check it out. Yes. Get yourself protected in this new digital age. Yes. Solicity dot com. <laughs> um, so yeah. So news for the day. News. Yes. Did I say news or nudes? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Because actually, my first, uh, my first thing I want to talk about, right, is are it, we are we we're not soliciting nudes on this podcast? No, right? we are not Gosh. soliciting. Nudes. <laughs> we went from solicity to nah, no. Um, <laughs> Jeez, got careful with our words there. Hopefully, our yeah. <laughs> our sponsor doesn't drop us. I know. Right? <laughs> a new website is offering holiday homes around the world for naturists. Right. And yeah. if you don't so, know, that means nudist. For, yeah, exactly. Are they rebranding? Is that what it is? Well, I I don't know. I It's it's one of those things where naturists was like, oh, what is a naturist? Yeah, I would have thought like a and, conservationist, you know, somebody who's like, like protecting nature. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I thought. But then um, I started reading. I was like, oh, no, what this is, is I guess a naturist is somebody who is like, oh, well, I was born naked, so... I should be naked right. all the time. It's nat. It's natural. Quote unquote, the natural state. You know. Yeah, exactly. Sure. So that's why I think maybe naturalist. Yeah. But it's naturist. Yeah. So yeah. So um, it's a new Airbnb style booking website um, for naturists. It promised to give those who enjoy shedding their clothes while relaxing better options for accommodation while on vacation. Um. And so it uh, offers over 200 properties worldwide for those who wish to go nude with more being added all the time as the world is, as the word is spreading started by a Finnish couple. That's a couple from Finland. (laughs) We got a lot of terms (laughs) up in here. Yes. uh, But uh, Petri and Mina Karjalainen. I think I got that right. Yeah, we're going to get them on the podcast and <laughs> yeah. figure out how to pronounce Do we have to names. be naked to do that podcast? Oh, good question. Yeah. Um, we don't that. usually record, <laughs> video record these segments, yeah, so exactly. maybe we could do it. Exactly, right? <laughs> um, so, yeah, the tra- but we do the interviews. So. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. We got blur buttons. Um, the, uh, yeah, so these travel lovers uh, found it challenging to find vacation rentals or accommodations suitable for those 
uh, practicing a naturist lifestyle. And this meant that they ended in the most obvious places like nudist resorts and didn't have the freedom they had when traveling textile or fully clothed. So they, uh, they actually became Airbnb hosts themselves. Um, and, but then what happened was people would come and they would have to be clothed. Right. Um, and they wanted to be like, no, we want other nudes to come and hang out with us. You know, I guess. Sure. So, yeah. So, um, Airbnb, they tried to put, you know, uh, the fact that they were nude friendly and all these different things. Well, most people would go to that and their, their bookings dropped. Yeah. I could, I could see that being extremely creepy. You know, I would definitely, if, uh, I mean, you've heard these Airbnbs where there's cameras and everything like that, uh, you know, hidden in the showers and that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, if I saw one like nude friendly, I would be like, um, Hey, I don't think we're going to this one. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. But so they just said, you know what, we're going to go and create our own specifically for that. So people who are looking for that, uh, can find, places that are nude friendly. Um, but, uh, yeah, she, Petri says Petri believes that naturism is a growth area in the travel world and state, uh, says that there are several indications showing increasing demand. More resorts are being established. More nude beaches are being introduced in new countries. And we are now offering a new channel for people in the, uh, to have more opportunities for naturist travel. Um, I, I feel like, at a certain point we're going to get to the like where clothing companies are lobbying against these kind of groups. I can't, I can't wait. Well, I'm just, it's going to be a weird fight when we're fighting for like the right to be naked. Well, it's, it's it's a weird thing. Yeah. Well, and it's one of those things that, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, for me personally, um, I feel like I'm pretty comfortable with my body, but at the same time, like, I don't want to be just out there in public naked. Yeah, I'm not going to subject somebody to that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, um, in my own home, I'm naked all the time. Oh, is that right? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> You heard uh, it here first, folks. <laughs> I have a hole upstairs that uh, I just lock the door. That and nobody is willing bathroom, to. Bathroom, bedroom, like. Sure. Yeah, I, I dry off with a towel, take it off, and then I walk around. I so see. I have no problem with that. Um I don't, I mean, I don't, but at the same time, I don't do it with like my whole family watching. So <laughs> you hope, yeah, no, I, I don't even subject my wife to that all the time. <laughs> so, right. Um, but, uh, yeah. So it's just one of those things where I can understand your own home, but when you're out in public, like, right. I don't know if, if somebody can necessarily travel in that way, you know, yeah. where like, okay, you could probably get like a bus where everybody feels that way and the <laughs> windows are really tinted, but like and i think it kind of it's a, a greater conversation of what kind of lengths are is everybody willing to put in for groups to be comfortable while traveling like, yeah of course somebody's in a, a wheelchair you know everybody goes above and beyond you know make sure ramps are there and i'm not obviously Mainly i'm saying that's a good they thing they don't have a choice right so, yeah. they don't have a choice but yeah. uh, you know it, at a certain point we're gonna we're going to get to this where groups do have a choice but companies are there to facilitate that which which is fine yeah. like you know they have nude beaches and that kind of stuff right that's great but then if all the beaches are like you know what forget it anybody can walk nude well all of a sudden why would i take my family to the beach right knowing that they could be subjected to stuff that we don't want to be subjected to right yeah <laughs> it's, I mean? it's yeah it, and that's all about choice so like you know you could you could feel like you can 
subject yourself and your family to that you know it's like and they could feel like they don't need to and they don't do that and so they do it in the comfort of their own home it's all it's it's especially when it comes to travel i find it a very interesting kind of dance that we all kind of do yeah we're all willing to like well and we all have our lines and it changes as we get older and as like society changes but well and i know here in the states they still have you know indecent exposure tickets that you can get of course like you can't drive down the road naked but there are still places that people can travel. There's nudist colonies that you can travel to as a nudist. Sure. All the time. Uh, I mean, pretty much half the state of Oregon probably has these. <laughs> but um, like, uh, that's that's one of the things that uh, the option is still there. But then you're not taking other people's, you know. Right. Right. And we were we were talking about this uh, last episode with yeah. uh, the um, animal, uh, the service animals. Yeah. And it, it's again, it's kind of like this constant. It's never the conversation is never going to end. It's just yeah. going to be like, okay, what's the next topic? Well, I, I think that's where these guys are doing it the right way. They're saying, they're, you know what? Yeah, taking it into their own hands. Yeah, and they're saying the 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 answer is to have a stream so people who want to live their life that way or travel that way mm-hmm. can do so. I mean, they have to wear clothes to the destination, but then it's a free for all from there. Um, and then also like the fact of the, um, that it's interesting, like they were, the resorts were there. You can find the resorts, but now you can travel to a, like a place that's like an Airbnb and then walk around naked around the house and not have to worry about getting in trouble because windows are open, which that'll be the interesting thing is the house might be okay with it without the neighbors. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I I feel like the, like the Airbnb thing, like it's kind of like. It's not that much of a victory in the sense that, like, you can have a hotel room and be naked in it. You right. Know? I mean, everybody's naked in their hotel room all the time. Right. <laughs> really? You pull that fire alarm and you, f- you find out <laughs> who yeah. comes out in a, in a robe and a towel and who comes out in clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, like, I feel like it's a minor victory, but I, I agree. I think this is kind of like the way and we, we were talking about, like, uh, pet-friendly planes. Yeah. You know? That I think that's kind of the the best way is if everybody can kind of do it their way. Exactly. But I think there's ultimately going to be times when groups butt heads like, oh, I have to take the subway and I want to bring my service animal on it. And I also want to be naked. And, you know, I want all these things for the subway to provide. And I'm not saying that the subway should just be, of course, no, no, we're not changing for any individual person or group. But it, you know at what level do you subject other people to it you know well and it it, it, it perfect example with the pet thing going back to that so we were at costco mm. uh this weekend and after went through costco we went to go and eat at their little food stand there at mm-hmm. costco and the couple in front of me the gentleman had a service animal and had the red vest you know medical service animal sure they had by him didn't have an issue with it um, until, oh, okay. Until, um, he was in front of me. We both got the same. He got a hot dog. I got an Italian sausage. And the only issue I was like, eh, and it wasn't like a huge issue. Like I didn't, hey, Mister Blah Blah, or you know, like throw a fit or anything. But it was just one of those things. Like, eh, was um, when we got to the ketchup and mustard. Uh huh. <laughs> well, it's like a, it's a, oh gosh, what kind of dog was Beethoven? Um, Beethoven. Oh, uh, the, show, the movie Beethoven. Saint, Saint Bernard. Bernard? Yeah, yeah. So it's a Saint Bernard. 
So he's getting the hot dog, and this dog is like right there and like licking. There be oh, wait, did he lick the ketchup? Yeah. Well, thing? he. I don't know if he got a hold of the ketchup or if he just got a hold of his hot dog. But uh, yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's just you know, there's two of you. I understand you have to have the service dog, but you can't have your wife hold the dog away from that while you get your hot dog prepared. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's food, man. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> so. like, I feel like our food standards aren't high enough, like, as it is. I mean, they're better than they've ever been before. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Definitely. But, so, and that's the only time that it crosses over for me. Yeah, when the absolutely. Food gets involved, like. Sure. When um, it comes to sanita- sanitation issues, yeah, it's like, that's. and Dog I, hair that's just floating everywhere. In the, right. You know, I mean, my mac and cheese and there's dog hair in it. That's when I have the issue. Right. And that's why I want people to wear clothes on the subway, too. Yeah. It's, it's just ultimately a sanitation issue. It, it, exactly. Exactly. So. Because you want, you want everybody to operate in public you know, around your same level, you know, yeah. you want everybody like same kind of hygiene, same kind of like, and of course not everybody is going to be like that, but at least you have a barrier with some clothes on, right? With clothes, you I mean, pretty soon you're going to have to have more like the, the toilet covers that you have for when you go oh, to sit on the, yeah, to, on the subway and you have to grab one of these, which is not environmentally friendly. So it's just that whole circle. Um, <laughs> absolutely. Why I don't know if it'll ever be okay to ride naked on the subway. But yeah, me neither. Yeah. Anyway, maybe it's like a specific subway. Yeah. Or if it was like a last man on earth situation. <laughs> yeah. Well, and going back to the story, naturist, naturist, yeah. naturist. com. If you want to be nude and, yeah. uh, and go and travel. we're not judging here. Yeah, definitely. Hey, we're, we're just happy you're traveling. Exactly. Exactly. So, <laughs> But, yeah. but we will talk about you, especially if you ride the subway. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> well, and so my story is kind of on the opposite side, and it's a growing conversation we've had. There's an L.A. Uh, bakery. It's a new kitschy bakery based entirely on s'mores. Ooh. So I love s'mores. S'mores are like... S'more of what? <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> You're killing me, the, smalls. <laughs> the article was full of those oh, puns. Yes. <laughs> I always find the most punny articles, and I always like have to dredge through it <laughs> um but uh i love s'mores i have a fireplace like an actual fireplace in my yeah. house uh and even in the summer i'm starting that thing i'm i'm putting fire on there and i'm I'm doing s'mores yeah i always have s'more supplies in my house now how do you think i feel about s'mores i think you love s'mores you'd be incorrect what you don't like s'mores <laughs> oh sneezy yeah lafey we're going on today um, it's the second time, but, yeah. um, excuse pollen. Me. Well, it stopped, finally stopped raining. So all the pollen's like yeah. popping up. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm actually not a lover of s'mores. Oh, wow. Um, I'm really surprised. <laughs> oh, not if yeah. you do it right. Yeah. So the only time I've had it right is, uh, we had a get together, summer barbecue, and this girl brought a, um, graham crackers. And then a she'd heated up chocolate and melted chocolate and marshmallows together, and so it was a s'mores dip. So you took your graham cracker and you dipped it into oh. already melted marshmallow and chocolate. So that sounds pretty good. And it was actually really good. The problem I have is is it's just too much work. <laughs> oh my gosh! I can't. Believe, camp, I can't to sit around a campfire. I'm so glad we're finally getting this out in the open. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe you're talking to me about camping you're talking about hiking you're talking about getting dirty doing a bunch of work and then you're gonna say that s'mores are too much work and they're too messy i don't think i'm alone though people who like camping i don't i know i just can't believe you're on this side of the people who like s'mores are usually the ones that don't 
do camping. So it's like once in a blue moon, they'll oh, sit around a fire pit. Shots fired. Like, hey, let's <laughs> oh, do s'mores. I see. Yeah. But okay. like people are like, you know, like <laughs> go, go do a lot of camping. They're like, eh, that's, you know, let's just do a tinfoil, you know, buddy deal, dinner and just throw everything in, in the fire that way. I see. Um, I got gotcha. you. The, the best thing that I did find <laughs> was uh, the real roaster. Real roaster. Yes, the real roaster, and um, it is a looks like a fishing rod has a little <laughs> reel on it, but it kaleidoscopes out and it has a fork on the end of it, and you do this and it rotisseries, so <laughs> oh it spins, and and that is the best. Okay, thing so I had. wanted to talk about this because of glamping, but that yeah. is the most glamping thing I've ever heard. It's the coolest thing ever because you can do a hot dog on it. I have one, um, the real roaster. Uh, it's like twenty bucks on Amazon, and you can't just like spin your wrist no oh this is awesome because you do this and it's a perfect twist when you twist your wrist it's a lot of carpal tunnel issues oh causes. but you could put them between your hand like and play-doh yes you know, and go up and down and, your hands and it still doesn't work because then <laughs> then you have to worry about the end of it getting all sure burnt, it's not the perfect of but it. it's s'mores okay <laughs> i'm gonna put the real roaster in your hands and you'll be like this is amazing i'm sure it's great but it's like you know i can't believe i can't believe i'm on this side of this argument and you're well, on that side you you're probably the person who turns on the uh before you had your fireplace turned on the uh oven the stovetop no, s'mores over never. The I would never do I it know, over so the stovetop. I, I would like, never do it over the, the stovetop. Plus, the, you like, got to get the real fire taste. Yeah. Well, <laughs> as far as the list of like desserts, s'mores are way down here. Wow. And what's funny is the mm-hmm. kids always want to do s'mores. Yeah. That's the thing I think takes me off the most is the kids always want to do s'mores. And so, and whether it's my kids or my nieces, nephews, it's like, let's do s'mores. So you bring the stuff for s'mores, you make the s'mores and they're just like, they don't eat the whole thing. And then all they want is just the marshmallows. Yeah. Not over the fire. They just want marshmallows plain, <laughs> not melted. Oh, nothing. I see. Yeah. No. So it just becomes more of a mess. And it's always it's always the one thing that's like, oh, well, we made one some more and it definitely was not worth the effort. Cause, uh, yeah. You're not doing it right. <laughs> well, show me. See, uh, I like I like graham crackers. I'm not a huge fan of just like plain chocolate, and I'm not a huge fan of marshmallows. But something about like all of it together with the fire taste and the the meltiness, man. Have you ever done it with a Reese's peanut butter cup? I'm gonna have to try that. That is the way to do it. I'm gonna but have to try that. I still would rather. I mean, I even yeah, I love ice cream. I went to Dairy Queen, and they have right now the Blizzard of the Month is the S'mores Blizzard. Ooh. And I got it thinking like, oh, this is going to be great. And it just wasn't. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of s'more flavored things. They always yeah. overdo it on the marshmallow. Well, this one, it was the graham cracker. Oh, really? Yeah, it just had that oh, graham man. cracker. I was like, eh, this isn't my favorite. See, I'm, but... I'm more into the graham cracker heavy ones, but that's because out of the three, that's the flavor I like the well, most. Well, I'll eat that dip any day of the week. That was awesome. Yeah, that but, sounds uh, really good. Yeah. Kind of doing so, like a fondue thing. Exactly. Yeah. So like she's had this bowl and it was all melted and... Uh, did, did she like keep heat on it? Mm-mm. Oh, weird. Yeah. So I think she just said, I think it was probably like 70% marshmallow and mm. 30% chocolate. It's good and ratio. She just mixed it together and it, uh, it, as it cooled, it definitely became tougher. 
mm. but it never was like right solid. that's yeah that's what i was gonna <laughs> say is like kind of keeping like consistent heat on it like yeah. a fondue yeah kind of situation might might help oh but if anybody's wondering about this place that i was talking oh, about sorry to go off <laughs> no <on> it's <laughs> it's what i wanted to talk about i just can't believe you were on the other side of it <laughs> uh it's called gotta have s'more okay good name yes um and it's in the fairfax Speaking area of, of california uh it's they started, started online didn't they uh yeah yeah online business booming yeah yeah um and so they had uh they offer salted caramel pumpkin pie pj and jelly and mexican hot chocolate flavored s'mores the peanut butter and jelly one sounded super gross yeah so as long as the marshmallow like i can do marshmallow and peanut butter but i can't do marshmallow and jelly so if they're not doing if they're not talking about marshmallow in that but then it's not a s'more yeah like the marshmallow to me is the key kind of component. Well, there. I, I, it probably is the key component. So it's probably peanut butter, jelly, and marsh with a marshmallow stuck between it. Yeah, I don't know those. if I'd be into that one. And but. same with the apple pie and that kind of stuff. I wonder if they do it if it's like a bakery, like you show up and like I want that one, and they're like, oh, here you go. That's what or it seems like. Or if it's like a sit down fondue style, like where you, not oh. fondue, but like you have your little flame, sterno flame. Oh, and you do your that would own be cool. And create your own and have like little, that, that'd be the way to do it. I don't it. think so, especially because they started online. Yeah. So, well, it looked like have some more. It looked that's like, what I would say is if yeah. you're going to do brick and mortar, you, you that's can a do cool it idea. bakery and then have a couple of uh, sit down. We should start one of those. Yeah. Seriously. And then you can be in the s'more business yeah. and you can just hate life every day. And we'll just call it some more of what? <laughs> more of what <laughs> so yeah do our own little pun that's a good one but, uh, yeah you have yeah. to have a pun name if you have if you if, serve s'mores yeah it's s'mores. like a mandatory thing i guess yeah no i'm the tired of these punny articles though. i know right <laughs> <laughs> well the the going back to the s'more thing though like i it's not my favorite thing to do it's pretty much i do it for the kids mm. but i did find some um easter i had leftover easter uh, marshmallows. Oh, and they were Easter egg shaped, but they were flavored. You're talking about like peeps? No, no. These were like these were like I f- believe it was Campfire brand oh. marshmallows. Hmm. Um, and so they're right there in the marshmallow section. Different flavors. Yeah, but they were so they were shaped like an egg, flatter. Um, and uh, they had it was like green, pink, and like yellow, and. Like lemon, lime, cherry, and something. Huh. But uh, those actually weren't so bad. My my boy and I did that when we went to the well, father and son's camping trip. Hmm. Um, we went to and uh, how how I tried uh, it. I was like, ah, it's not too bad. How strong was the taste? Was it like a hint? Yeah, it was a hint. It wasn't overbearing. Interesting. But uh, it was it was kind of nice. It was kind of different than. Uh, but then there, speaking of peeps, there was guys there that were like, oh, we brought peeps. And I'm like, disgusting, because peeps are gross. Yeah, I can't imagine doing peeps over a fire. Yeah, it's just too much. It's, it's like, it's hey, a lot let's of sugar. take sugar and then put some sugar on it. Yeah. <clears throat> so Have you yeah. ever uh, done peep, peep jousting, though? Not done peep jousting. No. Oh, do you know what it is? No. Oh, it's awesome. So what you do is you take two peeps and you um, put... I wish uh, Brian was here to make fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he would. Uh, After the candy scramble comments. <laughs> yeah. He had a lot to say about candy scramble. Um, you take a, a, a toothpick and you give each peep a weapon, right? So you give them their oh, lance yeah. and you put them in the microwave and you start the rotation. And it's best if your microwave doesn't rotate, actually. Oh, but okay. it's okay. it, it kind of gives it more of like a scenic like battle yeah. situation if they're spinning. And then they'll they'll both expand. And the first one to stab the other one wins. wins. Right. Sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, well, it's a lot of work. 
But then you get this like huge gooey peep to eat. So it's I just like, sound like the laziest person ever right now. It sounds like a lot of work. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather, I'd much rather hike five miles than yeah. <laughs> put things in the microwave. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. You just uh, two, don't like my two work. Two and a half miles is, that's my peak. That's, that's where I like right in there. I've yeah, done five. I've done 10. Two and a half is perfect. But yeah, uh, I think there's like five is a lot of work. So diminishing returns. <laughs> yeah. You know, and usually it's like two and a half one way and then two and a half back. Yeah. So as long as one of them's downhill. I'm yeah, okay. exactly. Right. So no, I do like the loop loop trails. So those are good. Yeah. Those are good. Yeah. But no, good deal. Good episode today. Yeah. Uh, of thank course. you, Jack Cohen, for coming on. And yeah. uh, we'll probably have him on again. Yeah. A lot of fun, interesting stuff. His background with his degree. Um, I, I told my wife about um, the uh, <clears throat> comments he made about uh, uh, equipment for playground equipment and limits oh. and that kind of stuff. And she found it really interesting. Yeah. And she wanted to go read about it some more. So I still I to, still think those uh, spinny ones Well, I brought that up to dangerous. her and she agreed with me. She's like, that's the point. It creates boundaries because our kids have been on multiple times. And the first time they ate it and, you know, blood came sure. out. Sure. But then from there on, it's like I sit down and I hold on and I do it the right way. And I'm, uh, I'm just thinking back to those. They're learning about inertia the, <laughs> like that. Age seven. I'm just inertia. saying the those kids that hooked up their dirt bike to it to <laughs> make it go like 30 miles an hour. That had dire consequences. Yeah, yeah but that's it's not again not being used in the right way. It, <laughs> so it shows limits. <laughs> it shows them that there are right. limits on things. And they'll think do. about it every day when they're paralyzed. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So <laughs> I'm just saying I agree with the sentiment. Yes. But those specific ones. Have you seen the ones that are like in the air? It's like the same kind of spinning idea, yes. but it's like off the ground. Yeah, like like on a um monkey bar type situation yeah, yeah yeah i saw a kid go horizontal from that thing and those things are like four feet off the ground yeah so, and he ate it yeah hard. i'm sure he did because sure you get did. enough like of the bigger kids like spinning around and running then that kid his feet were off the ground and then everybody backed off and he couldn't stop yeah well <laughs> daughters, the same thing so oh yeah and i see those disappear but those things like well they come back max, they've improved them oh that's good because yeah. if it's max range and then it comes down that thing can like crack your skull you know what's funny though the, it's like a you know, the, the kids, the, so you know, we we moved out here from west, and uh, we have 0.8 acres, so it's all grass. So the kids love playing outside, but they keep asking for equipment to play on. Sure. So you know, we got them a Costco special uh, dome to play on, and they love that. And so they're like, they're asking for different things. And guess what? The top two things that they're asking for are. Well, actually, there's three top three things. Oh, okay. Number swings. one, number one is is swings. Yes. Okay. Number, you have to say scoreboard. Yeah, <laughs> scoreboard one. <laughs> number two is a teeter totter, and not like the ones that are at the park. They want one that are like at my parents' house back home, like the real ones that goes up and down, up and down. Oh man! And uh, no, 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 that, no. like they want that one like the most. And then that's like a childhood third. guillotine. That thing comes down and <laughs> smashes your head. Let's just say I'm having a kid and I've got smashed multiple times. So. <laughs> but uh, uh, the other, what, the third one is they want to slide. But guess where they want the slide? Off the house. Off the deck. Yeah. And that's like a yeah. So that's um, a good they're idea. Completely sold off the deck. And then there's a, and a second little tiny deck that's like four foot by four foot off our bedroom door. Mm. That's above that deck. 
And they want to do a slide from there down to the deck and then another slide from that deck down. <laughs> and so I said, what about a fire pole? And they're like, oh, even better. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll yeah. see what happens. But I can't imagine your wife being okay with a fire pole with a, a new baby in the house. <laughs> you know, right? Oh. But uh, I said, yeah, I say you do the slide from the deck and then I say you have the gutter uh, line up with it. So, so it's when, wet. Yeah, whenever so it's, it's raining, raining you got a water slide. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Free water slide. My buddy was like, well, at the bottom of that, you should put a, a ball pit. I'm like, that's disgusting. Yeah, Could that you imagine, would be gross. Like, after one day, just all the bugs. nobody want to play with the ball pit. Oh, <laughs> Probably be some mice down at the bottom of it and who knows yeah. what else. So I would say a pool that drains. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no. So you can just flush it. I, I think it's going to be grass because it goes down to a hill. And so we'll just hill out. Okay. And then they can go and that's how they can play. It's like, okay, guys, go down and play. And they can come out the door, go straight to the deck, and just jump in the tube slide. Is the deck, like, totally in the sun? Does it have any, like... Um, it is for half the day, yeah. Okay, because depending on what material that slide is, it could be... Yeah, it won't be metal. <laughs> so we, the First degree slides, burns. We have metal slide back home yeah. that we built when I, I was, did like, when five. I was a kid. And, like, that thing would... It was, like, made specifically by some guy that... Uh, that uh, oh, gosh... What do you call that? Um, solder stuff that. Uh, oh, like welding. Welding, yeah, yeah, like welded it for us. But like you come down that thing and it comes so fast. And oh yeah, time it just kicks you off so hard. Yep. And uh, by the time you get to the bottom, you realize you yeah. you have lost a layer of skin from the the heat you know, and when, the friction. We'll have to take you guys out to the giant wood slide. Oh. Um, that we went to a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, um, that sounds fun. Down in uh, Northern Maryland. Um. But it's this huge, giant, it's like this park out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and they built this giant wood slide, and it's made out of wood. Oh, splinters. Slide. Well, no, but it's like, it's like. It's polished? Yeah, it's okay. polished and like epoxy and everything. So like, but you're sliding down this thing. and Do you like, do you have like a. There's a potato sacks. There's potato, potato sacks, sacks there, so you can ride down the potato sacks. Nice. Or you can do it and go faster. Um, but like we took our kids, and we're like, oh man, we should have worn all pants and yeah. long sleeves, because. Um, the our five year old she came home. <laughs> she had a bunch of uh, burns <laughs> from, from how fast she was going. Oh like, boy! Uh, and because she was so scared how fast she was going. But it's cool at the end. It's just like this huge pit of sawdust. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah, maybe so, that's why you're sneezing. Yeah, yeah so it's all covered, so it's not weather anything. But it's really cool. Nice. Yeah, take you out there. But well, <laughs> yeah, that was a good episode. Episode eleven. Eleven. Holy yeah, cow! I know. It's awesome. Double toothpicks. <laughs> Double toothpicks. It's Baker's great. dozen. Yes. Oh wait, so. no. Baker's dozen at thirteen. Yes. Yes, it is. I always think it's one less. One less. No, it's one more. Which is one more. Yeah. 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 So, uh, make sure uh, you tune in on Friday for episode twelve. Yeah. And then Monday for episode thirteen, which will be a Baker's yeah. dozen. Yeah, that'll so be Baker's go. dozen. Yeah. There you go. Next so, Monday. Until next time. Yes. Peace be the journey. Ooh. Con trippin' my wagoneer and I Con trippin' readin' the road signs Con trippin' one playlist at a time Con trippin' odometers tickin' My mountain do a rebel sippin' I'm a road warrior on a mission You won't find me just sittin' home wishin' Cause I, I, I am gone Tripping